Right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real channel. I'm your host, James, joined by Calvin Starr, Jack Austin, and Reese Llewellyn, here to talk about Top Gun Maverick. I like the way Warlock says Maverick in this movie. Um, Warlock? Yeah. You got Cyclone, played by John Hamm, and then you got Warlock, the other guy. I don't Who's know. Warlock? How did I, you know their call signs? They I've seen it. I've seen it twice. five times. They Which guy's Warlock? When he first, the black guy. The, when one, he first the one goes with in, John Hamm. Oh. When he first goes into the room, Tom Cruise is like, Warlock? Does he and know he magic? <laughs> Nobody knows Maverick. <laughs> uh, directed by Joseph <laughs> Kaczynski, who you might know from, he did Tron Legacy, Oblivion, and then a, a smaller movie a few years back called Only the Brave, I think it was. Uh, it picks up yeah. around 30 years after the first Top Gun. Maverick is still a captain in the Navy and is called back to Top Gun to train a group of pilots to pull off an almost impossible mission. Guys, spoiler free, first of all, do a couple of minutes. What did we all think of Top Gun Maverick? Calvin. Yeah, I loved it. I was so surprised. I mean, I, I did see, obviously, it came out in some other places before it came out here. So I did see that it was getting like glowing reviews. And I was just like, well, it, um, it premiered at like, Cannes. Yeah, so I thought like it was either going to be do something, be doing something totally new, or it was just going to like perfect that like sort of old free act structure, which it went for that, and I was quite glad. I think it did I both. Know, it, yeah, it just, I, I, it just felt like, like I'm, I'm guessing like like 20 years ago, like these sort of films you get like every couple of weeks where like the blockbuster formula has changed so much now that it felt so refreshing to just watch yeah. something that that could both be a sequel on its own and sort of honour the sort of past and also deliver a, like a sort of straightforward plot but have everything in it be actually emotionally resonant whilst... Uh, giving you payoff with like great action spectacles that are literally all practical. I think like the last time, the last time I actually remember feeling like that in a cinema was probably Mad Max Fury Road, where it felt like we were actually going back to what made blockbusters great instead of yeah. just having these big CGI set pieces and little quippy one-liners here and there. Yeah, I'm with you. It, um, it leans on nostalgia sometimes for just to back up some emotional beats i think but it's never it's not like a jurassic world or a force awakens where it's like oh, you, you remember this remember that remember this you know cheer cheer it's not like that really because i thought there were plenty of moments in this movie where they could have added in some of the classic lines and they didn't they held back because we're relying on the characters we have now and i thought yeah you've you've really nailed it on the head like it's it's just it feels like an old Hollywood blockbuster. And it, it felt so refreshing to go into a movie and come out and then not be any loose threads leading to the next sequel. It just felt so contained. And this this story was, it, it, it got told over the two hours and 10 minutes. And I feel uh, the pace is incredible as well. It doesn't feel like you're in there for that long. And um, I think what surprised me most is that, you know, despite this being a movie about naval aviators, and jet dogfighting it feels like a sports movie like the structure of it because it is he's this coach coming in to teach this all-star team to take down this even better team and that's the way it played out for me and i i loved it it was so much fun 
and obviously no one these days is doing the stuff that Tom Cruise is doing. He's really in a league well, of his own. He's probably the... Most people are sane. Well, yeah, exactly. I think his, his insanity does help him <laughs> in these scenarios because, you know, if, you, if you've seen that new Mission Impossible trailer, when he goes off the ramp at the end of the bike, that is, that's yeah. all real. That he completely I feel like that. no sane person is going to do that. I feel like the older he gets, the more insane he's... Because I've been... I've re- I'm going to rewatch all the Mission Impossible films. I've rewatched one and two so far. And mm. the, the, the sort of... There's barely any stunts that he yeah. is actually doing on it completely on his own in those films that yeah. are like, I'm, I'm saying in like the sort of on the scale that he's doing now when he's literally 60 years old. And then what, what's he going to be doing when he's 80? I think it, he's going to be colonizing Mars. <laughs> he was in an interview <laughs> last week, I think. And um, someone said like, it's, it's amazing to see where you've gone from the first Top Gun to now within these 36 years. Um, what do you imagine you'll be doing in the next 36 years? And he was like, I'll still be here. I'm like, he's nearly 60. He's <laughs> like, uh, uh, maybe not, mate. I don't think you'd yeah, be doing the I... same stuff. But I, he said it with such a straight face. He's convinced he's going to be doing this when he's in his... Maybe I need to get on that, Solon, that Scientology stuff. Get some eugenics in you. <laughs> yeah. right. Jack, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick? Uh, all right, James, you know, you know. In depth, I think we've talked about this movie every single day since it came out. Yeah, I've I've thought about it every single day. Every day, every day, <laughs> every every day I wake up and I literally just lie there for five minutes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what a picture! That is, yeah, what a picture! That is arguably one of the best sequels to a bang average movie I've ever seen in my life. I've got no connection to Top Gun. I've seen it once, maybe yeah. twice. I couldn't care less. When they were like, we're doing yeah, a Top Gun sequel. Without getting, without getting into spoilers, I, I was saying to someone the other day that the first one just arguably has the best setup for the second one. Because of the core you, of the second yeah, one. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, so like a media, like a, a, like a film that is loved, but is not that great, just has one little ingredient that you can base a whole better story off. Yeah, I feel it's not one of those sequels where they've just gone, uh, what have we got? What have we got in the locker that we can pull out and, you know, grind out another one? It feels like the, the story they're telling, it feels like the, the appropriate amount of time has passed. This story could only be told now. It, it feels very much like that. Uh, Reese, what did you think? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to ruin this. I, oh, I, 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 I just really was not first on the film you at all. You disappoint me so much. <laughs> I just, I was bored. Oh, I was going to say, don't what? say you were bored. So that's how Chris is a man. <laughs> like, use uh, different words. <laughs> I just think, I, I maybe it's because I, I don't like Tom Cruise. And I feel like everything he does is a vanity project. To, show how, cool, to show how cool he is. He, he is, is, though. This is another one of them. <laughs> he is. And I'm just. It would be just, different just, if he wasn't cool, but he is. <laughs> I just couldn't care like less. Jared Lowe. And like I liked all the bits, you know, in the planes. Those bits were those bits were really well done and I enjoyed those bits. But everything in between, I was just like but everything surrounding it, Reese, is what makes oh, those scenes like, oh, so great god. and impactful. I was like, oh my god, we get it. Like I just yeah, well. Good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't do anything new, it doesn't do anything 
good. Doesn't do anything. I think that's why it's exciting special. because it's not trying to, other than sort of the filmmaking techniques that they use to get the I could footage inside the jets. A number of other sequels to a number of other films that would be in the same storyline. And save myself the money, so. I, the money I spent <laughs> on this film. I think that's why I loved it so much, though. And I, I don't want to speak for you guys because it did feel like a movie we've, um, like we've seen before. It is, it's sort of a, you know, a classic arc for a character. It didn't feel like it was trying to break the mold or, you know, really blows away. It was just such a solid, well done, <laughs> simple movie. I think yeah. that's why I loved it so much. It just didn't try to do what most sequels try to do and just go bigger for the sake of bigger. I mean, it yeah. did go bigger, but it also... An appropriate amount, I think. Yeah, but it, it wasn't too far-fetched. No. Um, but, and also, yeah, they they actually had a decent, sto- decent story and the core emotion between, obviously, I would say the two main characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that being said, should we get into spoilers? Um, yes. I didn't really know what the plot of this movie was going to be other than, oh, he's going back to Top Gun to teach some new recruits. Um, but then I was surprised by this whole emotional arc between Maverick and Miles Teller's character, Rooster, who's the son of Goose, who died in the first film. I, I never saw that coming. I thought that was almost going to play a part, but it was really the whole, the I feel whole like story. When I anticipated this movie, I thought, it was going to be like just from the trailer that it was going to be Rooster just like hating on Maverick because you know like he's partially like partially responsible for his dad dying. Mm. But I felt like they didn't like they lent on it a little bit because obviously it is relevant. But in what in this film he's what Mars Teller's what like thirty seven years old, thirty six years old. Yeah, and he's and he must be older because he's older than that. That's just because he's actually alive in the first film. And he's like four or five. Or Are they playing it know. like it's been exactly 36 years, though? I don't know, but let's, he's probably... And I was saying this movie was meant to come out. He, he's probably years, as old like... as Miles Teller is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they didn't, like... It, it could have been so easy to, like, lean on that, but it was good to give, like, other... Like, like another plot to why he's so, like... Got his back up against the wall. Well, yeah, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't all about Maverick. Maverick's story was the guilt he feels and then rooster's story was how he's been held back because of his father dying and then that actually gives like gives them more of a dynamic relationship and room to grow and accept and forgive each other and also doesn't just rely on forcing tom cruise to be the the main character again even though he is actually like, I felt like it did a good job of having legacy characters whilst introducing new characters who actually serve a purpose and are their own characters instead of just serving to sort of support whatever Tom Cruise is doing. Yeah. And that's why like Reese said, it seemed like a Tom Cruise vanity project, but I, I think he doesn't, it's not just all on him. And I, I thought it was his least vain. It was still quite, it was still obviously vain, but I felt like he did almost take a step back. I just back. think, I know. And he accepted, he accepted that he's short. He did, finally. <laughs> I noticed that when he walked into that hangar at the beginning, I was like, oh my God, he's done it. He's, <laughs> he't he's not got the lifts in. His, I know obviously they wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have done it because <laughs> the point of the film, but I think if, if he didn't do the final mission, but I know that he kind of had to for the whole 
plot of the film, but maybe I liked it more. But I felt like I was expecting it the whole film, and I would just preferred it if he wasn't on that mission. What do you wanted to do? Yeah, go and teach them like he was fucking supposed to do. He he was, and then he was the only person who could do it. Yeah, but he's not very good. And it's part. It's part. It's part because any, if you can't teach, yeah, but it's his top grade yeah, pilots how to fly planes properly. He's not very good. But, it's, yeah, but then they all followed his example and did. And do Miles it. Taylor is right because he probably did kill his dad because he's. But it's his character arc that he wants. He wants to see them all gun home, especially Rooster. So he's now responsible for trying to bring them home. Yeah. And how could he be responsible for that if he's just if he watching them go on his own? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense for the character. Teach. No, I will say Miles Taylor. I was, I was, I was say Miles Taylor was great in this film. He's great in like most of the scene. So ripped as well. Just yeah, like, didn't he have to put on like? Yeah. Didn't he have to shit. put on like forty that's pounds so of muscle? Ripped. That's too much. That's. <laughs> I don't think it was forty. He just got pounds, Tom Cruise man. just shouting at him. <laughs> I fully believe he did all those push-ups. He, he did everything. I mean that that American football scene on the beach. Holy shit. I mean, yeah, that, that was the only criticism. Way to way to blow the volleyball scene you, out of the wall. How are your how are your aviators staying on? Oh, it doesn't matter. They all look fucking like, hot and cool. They're like tackling yeah. each other, and it's like, yeah, the glasses are still on. They, they stick them on before on, the game. They got those yeah. things on the back. You know, they're like the ties. Oh yeah, but they would yeah, look dumb. They say it's significantly <laughs> less cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> still cool. Uh, we'll I, talk about um. Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, I just love how. Uh, like corny, this movie is as well. Yeah. Like, there's so many, there's so many bits where, like, I feel like in other movies, I'd be like, they say something, and I'd be like, oh. But like the bit when he's in the plane, or when Rooster's in the plane, and he goes like, he goes, talk to me, Dad. I was gone. I started that crying. Was yeah, <laughs> unreal, unreal. Whereas in any other film, I think if it hadn't have gripped me that much, I would have been like, God, you shut up. The opening, as as he, um... it felt earned. The opening yeah. sequence of this film, and I, I, I definitely suffered from like recency bias when I was watching the film, especially in IMAX, when like he's in that stealth gem with the music and just the, the, the sort of that way the big wide shots where in IMAX where he's sort of like the plane is just going through like this like this beautiful sky. I was sat there and I was like, is this the best thing I've ever seen? Yes, and probably, it probably, is. And it, and, it, and it probably it probably isn't, but just recency bias is in there. I was like, this is amazing. Ah, uh, fuck it, get excited. It's it's nice because before this film came out, I was like, who the fuck wants Top Gun two? And now I what? And then after the film, I was like, give me Top Gun three <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Give me Top Gun Rooster. I'm all in. Uh, yeah. No, like when it ended, I I turned to my friend. I was like, is this the best movie <laughs> I've ever seen? It it's was probably, just it's so probably, it's, solid. It's probably not, but even bits I don't know. That, like... I think if Top Gun One went down as a classic, then this, I surely. Oh yeah, I think it'll go down as one of them. I think it, it will go down. Great you sequels. mentioned, yeah, you mentioned Mad Max, and I think within the you know the last ten years, it does sort of join uh, films of that rank. Right? It, it's just so tightly constructed and put together, and there's a real vision behind it. And I never expected this from Joseph Kaczynski. I like Tron Legacy. I think Oblivion's fine. And then Only the Brave was actually quite quite good. But I never expected something like this. And obviously Tom Cruise has probably got his hand on the wheel as well. So it's not it's not all on the director. But I think, yeah, a lot of praise has got to go to Kaczynski for this. He's also got a new, uh, another movie with Miles Teller coming out next week on um, Netflix. Uh, Spiderhead, I think it's called. 
Oh, oh yeah. With, oh, right. with Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Don't know if that'll be any good. It's on Netflix, so could go either way. One thing about this movie as well, I thought, I thought a lot of it was predictable, but also surprising. Like the bit when the helicopter's about to like gun down Mav. And I was like, oh God. Like I, in my head, I was like, yeah, Roost is 100% going to fly back and absolutely blow him up. And then he does it. And then I was like, oh my God. I can't believe it. Even though I was sat there being like, that's definitely going to happen. I was still like, oh my God, I can't believe he did, actually did it. I think it's one of those things where it's it's predictable because like, you know, that that is the best thing that could have happened. That is the right thing. Yeah, it's the thing, it's the thing you yeah, it's the thing you want to happen. Which yeah. sometimes like it's like when people try and do like twists for twist's sake, when usually the thing you're expecting is the best yeah. possible thing for the story. And I hate it when people try and go against it to just try and pull the rug from under you. Sometimes if it's predictable, that just means it's done right. They you know, they went the right way. Um with the story i uh i saw this for the second time in 4dx which was a fucking ride i'll tell you it's it really throws you about did you get to 10 g's yeah i, I couldn't walk when it ended <laughs> being sick everywhere halfway through though the, the i don't know if it was our row of chairs or the one in front but the, the mechanics inside it weren't quite right and it was just going go-doo, go-doo, go-doo. <laughs> i was like <laughs> I could have blow up. I just want to watch Top Gun. That would have made the experience even better. Yeah, of course the 4DX is inherently quite distracting. Um, but I think if you're going to see anything in that format, make it Top Gun. I've I've never seen a film in 4DX where I've been like this really helped. This this enhanced my experience. But that it when everything's hitting you when you're outside in the jet, it's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't feel like when I saw Bohemian Rhapsody in 4DX, it enhanced my experience whatsoever. Such a strange choice. It wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't on purpose. It was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident that you went to that one, or it was an accident that it was in 4DX? That I went to that one. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the like the chair, a different film. The chair like beats you to the beat of the music, and I was like, but like 45 minutes oh, in, oh. I was like, I'm literally in agony. <laughs> yeah, also, I, see, yeah I remember I when I was in Men in Black. I thought it was the kid behind me kicking my chair. So what happened to me? Really fooling at this kid. And this kid must be looking at me going, what is this guy's deal? I, said, yeah, deal I said to my friend, I was like, I'm going to scream at this family in a second. And then I, as I went to turn around, I really, it was in the chair beating me up. I was like, oh, thank God. That uh, Chris Hemsworth got they... smacked at the right time then because I wouldn't <laughs> have known. <laughs> what are you going to say, Calvin? Oh, I've gone. Immediately, <laughs> as soon as I came. Just thinking about what's that? What's it? What do they call it when um, Rooster and Maverick are doing that? Like they're going down and they're like, oh, like a cobra move or something. Oh yeah, that, oh. that bit. I was like, God, this is unreal. Yeah, I, was like, I, said, I loved all the the flight scenes. They were great. Just uh, not everything. What, what about thing, his relationship with Jennifer Connolly? I was just, I was literally just about to say. Um, why are these uh, old again, people I'm, so hot? You know, you know I've how I've only feel seen that film. Boy. I've only seen that film once, the, the original Top Gun. But they kept throwing out Penny Benjamin as if like I knew who that was, even I, though she's she's, she's mentioned yeah, twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's not original. even in. She's not even in it. But I like their story as well, where it is this. You know, they they'll hook up now and again. They've they've had stuff in the past, but he, he always has to leave. 
It's um, not home from home for you, James. Yeah, I've been through this so many times. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, and now finally, he's at a place in his life where he feels like, you know, he's, he's slowing down a bit because of, um, you know, the demands of Age. the Navy. He's also nearing 60, but he looks 40. It's incredible. What is he on? Um, yeah, Scientology. Scientology, man. They're, they're eating babies or something because it's, it's and it's doing it's doing its job. I but yeah, I, I really like their story. Go on. He must just Google Scientology adrenaline or something. <laughs> yeah. I Googled Scientology yeah, the other day and I was just like, ah, oh, like it's working for him. I was not getting into it. <laughs> I mean, like, that like, it's probably it's probably just Botox. Let's be real. Oh, no. Nah. No, oh like, yeah, he's probably he's probably got the best. I watched daily. money, man. Because I watched uh, Mission Impossible Three this morning, and I literally was looking at him, and I was like, God, he looks worse then than he does now. <laughs> I, will, people, I think <laughs> when he hits like when he hits like his mid sixties, all just gonna wear off. He's just gonna become like this like. Like I can do it. I'd be like so upset. Stones, he's just gonna like, like he's melting. No, he's gonna be like Stellan Skarsgård. They always, <laughs> they always say they always say men men get better with age, don't they? So maybe he's just maybe he hasn't even hit his prime. Maybe it's crazy to think that in our sex. lifetime, the Tom Cruise has just been a constant, and he's never really he's you know he's done some shit movies, but he's never really had like a lull. He's sort of, he has been very you I know think he's of a just single been consistently film. going. That I've enjoyed that he's in. Tropic Thunder. Have you watched the Mission Impossible movies, Reese? Uh, like one, I think I watched two of them years ago. Okay, Tropic seen... Thunder. Tropic Thunder's fair, yeah. Tropic Thunder's great. Let's go. Would you want to use the key? Crap? Have you seen? Have you seen Interview the Vampire, Reese? I thought you would have liked. No, I want to see that. No, I think I, I probably would enjoy that. But I just don't know how you can look at those, mission, those new those Mission like, Impossible like... movies and like say oh, these are like, the height of cinema. But the, I'm I'm talking like the most recent uh, ones. I watched I watched Mission Impossible They're two incredible. the other day. Not good, really <laughs> no. not good. And I, it's so it's so early two thousands. Yeah, I used to love how Mr. the thing with Mission Impossible was he gets in a different director for every every sequel to sort of just change up the the style and the vibe. But then he got to Rogue Nation with Chris McQuarrie, and he was like, "We found it." This is it. We're just going to do this from yeah. now until the, the end. The one thing I will say about Chris McQuarrie is I struggle to find his, like, director voice. Like, you know, if you watch, like, the early... Like, when I was watching Mission Impossible 1 and 2, like, 2 feels like a John Woo film in parts, for better or worse, and number 1 feels 100% like a Brian De Palma film. Yeah. And I, with McQuarrie, I just feel he has that very, like, clean... Same with this film, actually, with Maverick. Do you find that the, there isn't... Total, there's not yeah it's, it's, very, not it's very really like, like gray, i can tell joseph yeah. kaczynski or yeah. chris mccoy director whereas this, the first one but... you can tell it's like a tony scott film yeah absolutely but i think if they're still really good though and i think yeah yeah they're doing it but they're not so exactly well like, I, yeah they're I'm not, not like auteur filmmakers are they they're, yeah no yeah. for sure but i they are really good in in their own right um we went on a bit of a tangent then talking about Tom Cruise. Does anyone have anything else to say on Top Gun no, Maverick? It was, it was fucking sick. It is just a phenomenal <laughs> piece, piece of work. Um, and obviously, like it's made so much money already. Everyone's going to see it. Like I've, I've seen so many old people and kids going to watch it, and then people our age. It's it's really apart, just hitting everyone. Apart from Reese, I genuinely haven't heard a bad thing about it from anyone who's watched. No, it. 
Wild it's... card, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, I just don't know what you're on about, mate. Yeah. Father's oh, Day yeah. is coming up. Take your dad. You'll love it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna raise a vote of no day. confidence in Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off the pod. It is one of those movies, though. I think you know when you watch like Die Hard when you're younger, and it's just so such a solid, entertaining piece of action. And I think if I, if Top Gun Maverick came out when I was a kid, I'd be obsessed with jets. Oh yeah. Well, I, afterwards I googled flying lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Would you I go in like... the back of one of those jets? Yeah, yeah, uh, I would. I'd, fuck. Yeah. I'd, I'd be, I'd be in a I'd, state. Yeah, I can't go on a roller coaster without wanting to die. So <laughs> yeah. if I just, I would, I would, I would go in one. I would go in one, but I, I would definitely spew. Yeah, hundred percent. There's just no, there's no, I, there's no way. I think I'd You'd just, spew, like, spew and then they didn't. Well. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. annoying. So I, I would want to enjoy it, but I wouldn't be. No, it's. Uh, I'd be absolutely terrified before I got in. Yeah, I don't like going on normal planes. I wouldn't go on one. Tell him to turn it down a bit. So I'll be so loud. Yeah. Jesus Christ, mate! <laughs> trying to plug, trying to plug my phone into those headphones. <laughs> yeah. Just, in, just uh, doing six Black. G's, listening to Drake. Just, uh, yeah. Blasting danger zone. Listening, listening to a podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about um, the music as well. Obviously, that, oh, yeah. the iconic theme comes back, and it comes back at all the right moments. And it, every when... time, every. Each time it came on, I felt more excited. I was like, fuck yeah. It just well, wants you to just want to scream. The fact that Danger Zone is the first song, I, I it's the second it started playing, I was like, here we go. Here we go. And I don't care about Top Gun. I want to reiterate this. I couldn't give yeah. a shit about Top Gun. But no, when Danger Zone started playing, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Man. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, Lady Gaga. Um, so the score was done by a few people. Lorne Balfe, who did the most recent Mission Impossible movies. Hans Zimmer and uh, Lady Gaga helped on the score as well, sort of incorporated her new song into the theme, which was really nice. That sort of uh, was Jennifer Connelly and Tom Cruise's theme, which was really good. And I thought the song at the end was amazing. And when they come down on that aircraft carrier at the end, and it's like the end of Rudy, and they're all lifting him up, and they're all going insane. I just, I just started bawling. My lip was quivering. I was like, "This is just, this is magical." And Reese, I, I don't know what you didn't see in this movie and why you weren't crying. Yeah, I moment. really tried to enjoy it. I went just like, all probably. I, was like, I reckon it's probably it's the last person to see it. And you and you two definitely hyped it. <laughs> Where I try not to because right. I don't want to. I like, it was so hyped for me before I yeah, saw I it. Yeah, I went in. I was like, 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 "The boys love shit. it," so I reckon I'll enjoy it. I do like a good action film. And by the end of it, I was like, why did I come out today? By the end, I just wanted them to replay it. I, I already I, had, I already had, had the doing it again. before going into the screen, which put me in a bad mood. Oh, there and we go. That's it. There. That's what it was. And I was like, I paid for this. He's angry because he had to pay for it. Yeah. Right. Your score is going to upset me, isn't it, Reese? So why don't you just go first out of five? I don't know. Two. I fu- oh, up, I'm so fucking angry. Shut up. It's not a two. Just for the planes. It's not, not a two. True. You know when? Remember when you gave Ghostbusters Afterlife a five? <laughs> Fuck you, Reese. <laughs> uh, I saw you do a sequel. Uh, no, that oh, is that is the so opposite much. of this. Oh, right, Calvin, out of five. Five. I yes. Uh, I am the absolute. This year for film for me has been. I'm real. The absolute five-star strumpet. Mm. 
Jack. I've had three, three five stars. Three. It's not even halfway through, just halfway through the year. I'm on two. Jack, go on. Five. I'm an absolute, I'm an absolute slut for this movie. Love it so much. We haven't even mentioned. We haven't. We didn't even mention um, Hangman. Or we didn't Bob. talk about Glenn Powell. He's no. so ripped. It's insane. Get him as he Johnny was, Storm in the Fantastic Four. He oh, yeah, is so good day. at being a fucking just a dickhead. He's the he's the asshole you just hate to love. Yeah, love to hate. He's so oh, either God. one, both of them. And by the end, when he shows up, oh, this yeah. is your yeah. savior speaking. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, here we go. It's no, incredible. Fuck, I'm giving it. Of course he shows up. <laughs> what else is going to happen? Yeah, this is just saviour speaking. I've just killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm laughing about it. Yeah, I've just got my America. third kill. I like as well, they never say, you know, they never go, oh, it's Russia, it's North Korea. They, It's just sort mm. of this... A nameless nation. A vague state. That and, looks um, sort of Soviet. Yeah, is, but they never outright say it. And I, I think that's Canada. very... <laughs> We're going up the Great White North. Uh, yeah, this is a five out of five for me as well. I, I fucking love this movie. Every day I think about it and I love it more. And I just want to go back. And I don't want new movies to come out because I just want to keep watching Top Gun. I wish I could unsee it so I could watch it again for the first time. I'll definitely say, I, I, well, 40X was a mixed experience because at times I was like, this is kind of fun. And then at other times I'm like, I just want to, I just want to be able to watch Top Gun without being fucking thrown around. Anyway, it's all right. So three fives and a oh, Reese. Are you sure you don't want to change that? Yeah, I'll give it a one. I f- oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh. Just to pull the average right down. Oh. All right. So can I? Well, can that's, I that was a no- vote of no confidence in Reese. Yeah. That wasn't. That wasn't I, in honesty, Reese. So we're sticking with your two. No, I was two point five. I said two, two, two for the planes. A two. No, you said two point five. You said two point five. Well, I said two. You I think it's two. Don't gaslight me, Jack. Right, guys, that is it for our review of Top Gun Maverick. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to give us a like, a rate, a follow, and a share on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. Head to our Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. From there, you can find all our personal Twitters and streaming links, blah, blah, blah. And until next time, keep it real.